So where do we start with uh, this slander? And that's what I take it is, this slander against uh, the, the actual human memory, basically the, uh, the human memory of our Blessed Lady. If anyone would have known the date, it would have been her. That's true. That's true. So I actually, uh, I used to subscribe to the print edition of Inside the Vatican magazine and just don't have as much reading time as I used to, so I uh, canceled the subscription. But I saved several of the issues that I got from years ago, and one of them is from is the December 2012 issue, which was actually the last year that we had Benedict XVI as Pope. And as an aside, man, that seems like a long time ago <laughs> <laughs> under the current pontiff. What? In uh, eternity. Yeah. But anyway... Um, the lead story for that year's uh, December issue is, the article is called, The 25th of December, Pagan Feast or Patristic Tradition? Question mark. And so essentially the purpose of this uh, brief but well, uh, well-sourced article is that December 25th actually is and was the actual birthday of our Lord. And it cites some early patristic sources that the article explains, for example, quote, uh, though the pagan festivities may have served as a catalyst, the selection of this feast, meaning December 25th, uh, the feast of the nativity was neither sudden nor arbitrary. In fact, December 25th had already enjoyed preeminence among Christians as the birthday of Christ, long before the papal decree, and he's referring to the year 350 A.D. under Pope Julius II, which I think is kind of offhandedly mentioned in the email that you forwarded to me so I could take a look at it. Yeah. But the guy doesn't give—he clearly doesn't know about this pre-350 A.D. historical precedent. So the article continues here. Uh, according to Pope Benedict XVI, the first person to clearly assign Christmas to its current feast day was St. Hippolytus of Rome, who uh, lived in the late 2nd century and into the early 3rd century. So we're talking the late 100s and into the early 200s. Mm. The article says, quote, in his commentary on Daniel, which was written around the year 204, so that precedes the 350 date by almost 150 years, St. Hippolytus wrote, quote, For the first advent of our Lord in the flesh when he was born in Bethlehem was December 25th. He even gives the day of the week a Wednesday. Yep. While Augustus was in his 42nd year, but from Adam, 5,500 years. So that's St. Hippolytus of Rome. Isn't that amazing? Uh, just to, to pause right there quickly. Isn't that amazing? And uh, 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 Brother Francis and others have uh, have informed us that if you count backwards, if you, if you take the genealogy of David uh, backwards from where you find it in the gospel, you will arrive at an exact number of years, and it's around 5,500 years. Uh, so for people that say that, well, there's no historical accounting, and the earth is bigger than the years now. Uh, actually, we do have a very good historical accounting, 
and uh, every name that's in that genealogy is a person that was born and lived and died. Uh, that's an actual historical record. What do you have? <laughs> what do you have? Um, and so 5,500 years from Adam. I love that. I had not heard this one before. Please continue. Sure, sure. So uh, this article goes on to reference as well a, let's see here, I think it's a quote from uh, the Church Father Tertullian. He's not a saint because unfortunately he ended up falling into some heretical uh, beliefs, but his testimony is, is very early. It's in the early, I think, early to mid-200s, and it's important testimony. Um he said, this article says, Tertullian wrote that Christ suffered, quote, under Tiberius Caesar in the consulate of Rubelius uh, Geminus and Fufius Geminus. <laughs> you got to love those Roman names. <laughs> in the month of March at the time of the Passover on the eighth day before the calends of April, which would be March 25th, on the first day of unleavened bread, on which they slew the lamb at even just as at evening, uh, just as had been enjoined by Moses. So, got and then another quote that's provided in this article is Saint Augustine, and Saint Augustine wrote, "Quote for he Jesus is believed to have been conceived on the twenty fifth of March, upon which day also he suffered, uh, meaning the day on which he was crucified." So the womb of the virgin in which he was conceived, where no one of mortals was begotten, corresponds to the new grave in which he was buried, wherein was ne uh, never man laid, neither before him nor since. And, and you, you know what? Uh, I was told yesterday that um, or Joseph Pierce said that in medieval times, that many medieval countries began their that their year began. On March 25th. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that March 25th was the first, and we just heard this yesterday from Joseph Pierce. It was the first day of the year in uh, in, in several medieval kingdoms um, uh, because that was the date of the year, not only of the conception or the uh, uh, the uh, Annunciation, but also of of the uh, of the Passion. So uh, amazing how those two dates work in there. Now, now, we also look at the beauty of the church calendar, and fast forward, when we, when we get to June the 25th, we celebrate what? St. John the Baptist. That's right. Because remember, we're given, St. Luke gives us very specific dates. And behold, your Aunt Elizabeth, who was thought to be barren, is with child, and she's in her sixth month, right? Yes. He gave. He thought. He in particular sought to write as a, in a very uh, scientific, you might even say, or meticulous historical manner. And he makes that very clear in his introduction to his gospel to set, you know, all of the details out anew. And he's he makes a point of saying he's interviewed eyewitnesses and all that stuff. Yep. Yep. 